Hello. This is a special where we're talking to Yellow Power Ranger. She was Ariola and not another teen movie and 2002 Scream Queen and Cabin Fever. Serena Vincent. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a whole audience here for you. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys are the best. It's adorable. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. You live in Las Vegas right now, correct? Well, I'm in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I, I, was, born and raised, I was born and raised in Las Vegas. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. can you give me a quick brief rundown of how you got into the industry? Well, let's start from the beginning. My from mother beginning. was a ballet teacher in okay. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up like in this, home that celebrated the arts and I had this dance studio in the back of our house Mm -hmm. and an attic full of costumes and I grew up with my siblings and cousins singing and dancing and making up plays and doing all of that and and um and I loved it I think I had the acting bug from a really young age and when I was 12 I was in a theater ensemble and you know, started doing musicals and plays and mm. all kinds of things in the community, and then also in high school. In high school, I started modeling locally in Las Vegas, and then um, I was missing about a teen, mm-hmm. and that took me to Miss Teen USA, which is really like this big television shoot. You basically right. all, you know, it was like a reality show. You yeah. lived with you, you won know, 50 and other girls. You won your state, correct? I won my state. Yeah, wow. I, was, I I placed in the top fifteen, twelve, in, twelve, okay. in, um, or yeah, fifteen, fifteen. I think mm-hmm. yeah, fifteen. You're right in Nevada. Anyway, and then so after that, I was like, well, "This is what I want to do." Mm. You know, I, I but I didn't know how people got to be on television. Really, you know right. what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. know how to do that. That's why we're asking you in, in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. So I just, um, I, I started college in Los Angeles. I applied, I got a scholarship. I lived in the dorms. I started school. Um, and, um, the, it was in the theater program in the first week of school. Mm-hmm. Some Hollywood agent came to talk to the class and, and I just walked right up to him and asked him if he would be my agent. Wow. <laughs> and he, I, I, you know, I auditioned for him and um, did a monologue for him, and what was that? And very quickly after that, I was I was auditioning. What was that and like? I had no idea. I, I, I was crazy. I had no money. Yeah. I had no. I didn't even have a cell phone. This was in 1998, 97, <laughs> yeah. right? There was no cell phones. There, I had to get a pager um, because What's I had a to pager? get a pager. Pager, so <laughs> right? So you could get a hold of me. Yeah. So I was like driving all over the city, broke. Uh-huh. Now, gas was 99 cents with a giant map trying to figure out how to get to audition. Yeah. And, um, was, that, and was that a little nerve-wracking? How, I'm sorry? Was that a little well, nerve-wracking? Ab- yeah. Your first audition know, for, right? like, it, your forever job? <laughs> you want to know something? Yeah. My first audition ever was really? Power Rangers. For Power Rangers. Wow. wow I think it? it was for, like, astronomer or something, and I blew it. Like, <sighs> I did a terrible job. Oh. Or I thought I did a terrible job. Well, but maybe I didn't because then they called me back a couple years later or a year and a half later. And, um, and then, you know, that's when I auditioned for Maya. Okay. So, um, well, there you go. Yeah. That's awesome. It, you, you're so your first audition that you got was for power Rangers. My very first audition that I got in Los Angeles was for power Rangers. Okay. And I think it was, it was definitely for like an, like an evil woman. And so it was, 
it must have been the series before me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whatever, I, I, I don't even know what it was. Like, I'd have to like, I'm sure Mitch and Tom know. Like before email, right. It was before email. So like, I couldn't, couldn't even tell you. I wow. couldn't even like search it. That's wild. So, um, yeah. And, um, I remember I thought I blew it. No, but well, I must not have. Yeah. And, right? uh, well, uh, now that we're talking on just the, the topic of, uh, power Rangers, I'm sure Mitch and Tom have a million questions, but I gotta, I gotta ask. It was a 45 yeah. episode run and you did it in like 11 months. Was that the most hellacious year of your life? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I can't it was believe totally it. crazy. Um, I mean, it, well, it wasn't hellacious because look, I was a kid, you mm. know, and I was on the TV show and I was making a little, little bit of money. I mean, they don't pay you very much in power, <laughs> really? but um, you guys know that, right? You've heard all those. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, was you it know, was it six I, day work um, weeks or something like that? I was five day work weeks, but it was crazy hours. I yeah. mean, they worked us to death, and oh man, and um, so I don't remember a lot of it. I was this just tired. Yeah, you know, you're tired. You're in the makeup chair at four o'clock in the morning. You know, you have to like set your alarm for three o'clock in the morning. It's it's very unnatural. Okay. Um, you know, shoots like that, and um, so it all happened really fast, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got the job, it changed my life, and um, and then it just and then it was over really quickly. Really, well, okay, yeah. Well, let's let Mitch and Tom fan out for but, just a second. Listen, no, but okay. listen, it's, okay. it's 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 timeless. It, it it was over really quickly, but it, it's like it lasts forever, right? It, oh, it, yeah. it just they just re-release it on Netflix, and I think that's so cool that to be part of this franchise, it's timeless. And that is awesome. It's still going. That is awesome. Yeah. All, right. All right, Mitch, you first. What, what's the nerd question you got for? Well, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna ask. Uh, you doing all the like martial arts scenes and stuff? Did you have any background in that before, or did you just something that they choreographed on set, or how did you, you come about? So doing I didn't. That? I I didn't have any martial arts experience, except that I, you know, like I said, I grew up in this household, and you know, my mother was a dance teacher. Mm-hmm. They grew up very active, and like I'm still very active like exercise like all that's a huge part of my life Mm -hmm. and at the time i was doing a lot of like billy blanks kaibo and stuff like that so i don't remember what they had me do for the audition but i probably did some sort of like high kick and the splits and i can still do all that stuff so (laughs) so they didn't really make me do any martial arts for the audition but they wanted to see that i could like move and like learn choreography and 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 obviously, I, you know, I, I can. Okay. Tybo. Um, it's been a long time, but, since, yeah, a long time since I heard right? that. <laughs> right? I know. Um, but I will t- say that, you know, if you don't know this, you should. There is an incredible stunt team Oh yeah. underneath all those helmets. You're right. They swap you guys out, right? And uh, you, you, Yeah. They, okay. That's, that's what's going to be one if of my other questions is, is how much did you if, actually if, get if, to do? Mm-hmm. If the helmet is on, mm-hmm. it's not off. Okay. Okay. And that is just true for everybody. And so it, mm-hmm. you, you, we have to give credit where the credit is due, and the stunt team is incredible. So they, if the helmet is on, it is a stunt person. They, they, the first season. If you see our faces, it's us. The, no. I remember the first season kind of has a little bit of a taboo history for today's standards because they would, I think it's called wigging, where they would put male uh, uh, stunt performers in the female costumes. Mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. did that happen in your season too yeah 
Oh, did? Yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah, they totally did. There's plenty. Where I was just like, oh my God, you can tell that that guy is a guy. <laughs> in the crotch area. Oh, you know? Really? It's like, like bulge. Come on, guys. Tuck my back a little more, please. <laughs> well, uh, Tom, you got so, a question um, for him? At what point, like, you know, you're on Power Rangers, when did did it kind of come to terms where it's like, this is like a massive cultural phenomena and like, you're just down the street. People are just like, Holy crap. That's the lost galaxy yellow ranger. You know, people, nobody recognized me from power rangers. Oh, Very really? few people have recognized me from power rangers. Yeah. Because, oh. um, I just, in the show, they put like that weird, like jungle hair on me. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and it, I, you know, I, I just, um, and then, you know, when I get like all dressed up, like as me, I just, you know, I'm just not this, I just don't look this quite the same. Yeah. So I never really got recognized a, a little bit, actually, like parents and things would like recognize my voice. If I start talking, like I've been recognized. Really? I, I was, I was also on a mother on a Disney show called Step in the Middle. Uh-huh. And, um, mm-hmm. and I get recognized from that more, you know, especially if I start talking. Okay. But, um, so yeah, I didn't, not, not a time, but what was it like? At the time, again, like I didn't really, understand how massive it was mm-hmm. I, I it, it's almost more like now i'm like wow that is so cool to be a part of something that we're still talking about yeah the you lo- know like i i didn't get to choose that i just it was an audition and i right. booked it right the path of an actor's life depends on the producers that hire us really you uh-huh. know what i mean it was not up to me if i got that job it was up to them to hire me. And then it was up to me to do a good job. So, and so it's, it's interesting when you look at it that way. But the, uh, the, the legacy since then, I'm sure you've been to conventions and, uh, you know, yeah. I, I've, I've actually got friends that have daughters that are very, I don't know if your character specifically, but some of the female characters in the Power Rangers, different series, um, they, they, they've definitely clung to and, you know, kind of, held them in their heroic standard. And I'm sure that that's pretty, uh, you know, rewarding in itself. If you ever kind of run into a situation like that, you know, so well, I, I definitely meeting the fans and going to conventions and mm. the power ranger fans are amazing. And that is that, that like when I say like part of the legacy, it's not just the actors, right. It's like right. It's the, also the fandom and the power, power ranger fans are extra special. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, they are. Um, sure. they, they are, and, are. and so it's really cool I mean I'm always meeting people that like bring me to tears you know what I mean and yeah. um, they, I mean I have a lot of fans right I have horror fans from horror movies oh, I've yeah. got the people that you yeah. know want like me from like not another teen movie and then I've got the kids from mm-hmm. Disney which is also so special and sweet but there's something special and different about Power Ranger fans and I'm just like I feel honored to to be yeah be one. I, I saw a ranger. Once a ranger, always a ranger. I saw a thing where you did a Make a Wish Foundation as a Yellow Ranger and went to uh, saw some oh, yeah. some sick kids. And I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. You know, I, how how far were you into your career when you were doing that? I don't. I did it a few times, mm-hmm. so um, I don't remember. We did it as Power Rangers, and then we. You know, they, they would come to set. Mm-hmm. The kids would come to set. It was so sad. And, um, oh, wow. And, um, 
I also did it as um, you know, re- you know, recently with mm-hmm. my Disney show. Okay. Uh, it it's um, it's you just yeah, <laughs> I couldn't imagine. terribly sad. Yeah. You know, I have a child, right? Yeah. Like he's three. Yeah. Like that is my worst nightmare. Oh, right. Man. Um, but um, yeah, I met a little girl who was a a, a big fan of Stuck in the Middle, and mm. I walked into her room in the hospital she had uh leukemia Mm -hmm. and she was seven years old and um a really sad story like her her parents just sort of abandoned her in this hospital so the nurses just took care of her like she was there all alone with these nurses like her last days of life and she was seven years old i can't even talk about it that is wild Uh, well you know at least you were something like we our whole job in life is to like make the world a better place. All right. of us. We all have to like do good, be good. Exactly. Be kind, make people's days better. Like that. If you know, yeah. I feel blessed to have a place in this business. And if that's what I can give back is a little bit of joy, then it makes me, you know, very happy. Well, thank you. Thank you very yeah. much for that. You know, um, we're, we, we, we work in public service as our for real job. This is kind of like a passion for us, and uh, we can definitely appreciate, you know, people who come way out of their way and put themselves in a very uncomfortable situation to try and make their, somebody else's life a little bit better. So Yeah, we have to. Mm-hmm. We have to. Okay. Right. Let's go back to uh, another cheesy Power Ranger question. Uh, Mitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask, um, like the with the thirtieth anniversary of the Power Rangers this mm-hmm. year, yeah. they're talking about one of the characters from the original, which played Billy, is going to David Yost is going to reprise his role in some form or fashion. If if they approached you, would you want to come back on just onto the show for yeah, a cameo I'm, or? I, absolutely, they approached me. Um, for the what was it? The last when was it? Was that like 10 years ago? The, when they did the other one? It's either the Ninja Steel one or the Super Mega Force one. I know that's when they had like the big team ups of people. Super Mega yeah, Force. Like the Ranger yeah. Army. Yeah. So they cool. approached me for Super Mega Force and I wanted to do it, but it's not Union. Oh, okay. Right? So, okay. so um, I'm still a Union actor and I wanted them to just make it Union, please. They had, you a, know, and, they, had, um, they had an ensemble appearance of all these legacy Power Rangers, and they wouldn't like make every a union. Power Ranger. They wouldn't make a union. Yeah, but a lot of those guys aren't acting still. No right? way. So, so a lot of them aren't. Yeah, that's wild. Like, that's like you know, Reggie did it, and you know, he's, he's not acting anymore. He's like works really high up in fashion, and I think Danny's a lawyer, and Slavin's a lawyer, so. It was fine for them, but the but the the, the union was on to us. <laughs> so it was like I it was like, look, they're on to me. They're going to give me a fine. We all do it, but you pay the fine. <laughs> they're going to fine me, and they're not. You know, they weren't paying. They're going to like pay me three thousand dollars, and the fine was three thousand right. dollars. So I was like, come on, right, we're, figure this out. We're in Georgia, which is a right to work state, and um, so like the union concept. You know, film is obviously blowing up in Georgia, but. There's still a lot of people, especially some of our listeners, that are uh, kind of new to the industry, and uh, they don't quite understand what that means, you know. So, do you blame the union? Do you blame the producers of the show? What's the situation? I blame the producers of the show. Okay. I blame the producers of the show because here's the deal. As, um, look, actors, we're just basically independent contractors. Right. 
we go from job to job to job. Unless you're on a, a show that goes runs for 11 season, which is every actor's dream, mm-hmm. there's no job security. Right. You just go job to job to job, yeah. and you earn, you get your health insurance through the union. You have to make a certain amount of money uh-huh. through jobs through the union. You have to pay your union dues, mm-hmm. and you have to make a certain amount of money through jobs through, through the union to qualify to be insured, to have health insurance. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to pay for your health insurance. Yeah. Um, so it, it, so jobs that don't go through the union mm-hmm. screw us out of money towards our pension and health. Yeah. I and, mean, um, and so like we have no other job security, right? Like it's right. not like, like it's not like working for the County and like you retirement, there is not that. Right. You got to build there, all that yourself you know, you're, and you're working or you're not, you know? Right. And, um, so, so yeah. we want more jobs. We want the jobs to go through the union. We want all of our money to go through the union mm-hmm. because then we can actually like, qualify for our health insurance. For right. So for example, if I were to do the Power Rangers and it was non-union, just say they didn't find out that I did it and I didn't get in trouble right. and I just did it. Whatever money I made on that show doesn't go toward my year, the, the amount of money that I need to make every year to keep my, my myself and, and my child insured. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people don't understand that. Like, you know, they just see an actor on, on camera. They just see him on the screen and they're just like, Oh, they got it made. Everything's working fine for him. But you know, yeah. there's so many no. things. There's a lot more to it. <laughs> yeah. There's so. so much more to it. Yeah. yeah. There's so much more to it. It is a, it is a constant hustle. Yeah, I'm sure. Forever, for a forever hustle. Um, and it, you know, it changes. Like I said, when I first started Power Rangers, like I, there was no cell phone, there was no email address. Like your agent called you and you went and you picked up your, your script and your sides or they faxed it to, to Kinko's and you would go pick it up. <laughs> what? Um, and, that's wild. Um, yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did. Cause I, you know, I didn't have a fax machine. And then after I booked a couple jobs, jobs, I bought my very own fax machine. And then I my audition fax to my oh, very own house. Look at that. Apartment. Moving up in the so world. Fancy. <laughs> so yeah. You made it. Um, <laughs> I got my own fax yeah. machine. <laughs> so, you, so we've gone through that, you know, from that to, um, you know, to where we are now, which is everything is self-tape. Uh-huh. Like now it's like, I have an audition due on Monday, let's do it at three o'clock and I have to tape it wow. at some point this weekend. Wow. And um, you know, I have myself. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, a lot has changed. Okay. Any more questions about Power Rangers? I'm sure Mitch has yeah. several. Fire well, away, fire away. Go for it. She's answered most of the stuff that I had written down. Okay. Or, or you know, talked about it already. So. Okay. Well, for, at least for Power Rangers. Let's let's move on. I had a different TV kind of question. Go ahead. So with okay. your acting credits, I saw you've been on shows like NCIS. And what I wanted to ask was, what's like the difference being on set on a show like NCIS versus your appearance on Workaholics? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, well, let me tell you. Um, uh, NCIS was like, location um ncis was like uh just you know shows like that procedurals like that that have run for ever seven to ten years like they're just like well oiled everybody's Mm. such a professional um uh workaholics was more nobody from ncis listens to this show you're saying no hold on a second i mean everybody at workaholics is professional 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess let's just, let's, let's, let's say it this way. Okay. Workaholics, those guys are geniuses and it was a blast and it was like a lot of improv and, um, yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Um, NCIS, like. Very cut dry. It's very cut. You know, you have to hit the marks in sequence. Yeah. Just, yeah. I guess it's the same in some way. It's just a different genre, yeah. you know? Um, but, um, you know, both those shows are great. I, I guess what, like, a different comparison would be, what is what is working on NCIS like in, in like, contrast to, like, an indie movie? Uh, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like when, you, when you're working on a TV show, everything is so organized, down to the minute. They get those shows done and made, and you move on, and you, like, it, it's just... Um, Mm-hmm. Very organized. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, you're on an indie. You're on a low budget indie movie, and it's like the sun is setting. Hurry, action! <laughs> like freaking out. Oh, we didn't get the shot. No, oh, no. like, oh, what are we gonna do? You know, we. It, it just. It's like it's you know um, different vibe. Yeah. Different vibe, and you know where you're 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 dirty or freezing or. You're yes. um, yeah. you're just doing it for like the passion, for the love of the art. Where yeah. it's like when you're on a, a, a stage, a sound stage shooting a TV show, it's very cushy. You know, you can like turn the corner and like have a cappuccino. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, is that roles that you kind of gravitate more nowadays, where it's just procedural and everything's uh, you know kind of like you said, well oiled? Or do you do you do you, well, do you mind helping out the yeah, little guy so, here and there? You know, doing an indie well, film. I, I, I'm look. I'm doing an indie film right now. I leave on Thursday to go to Rome. Oh wow! For this really cool indie um, that I'm doing, and I get to sing, and it's so much fun. I just recorded a song, and like it's a super low budget indie film, uh-huh. but like I'm going to Rome. That's... It's so I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. um, and I'm doing it for the art of it, uh-huh. because it's a friend of mine who's like wants to get his movie made and. Mm-hmm he just decided to um, finance it himself and, and it's just, it's going to be incredible. Wow. So I'm still doing things like that, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, I need to, you don't want my child. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I need to uh, be home for yeah my kid. I, I, I can't just like, you know, run off and, you know, shoot a movie for six weeks. And I, I think that's very admirable. There's, Thailand, there's a lot of uh, people who, especially in the industry that, that put their lives to the side for, for work and for, for films and stuff. And, you know, I, they're just never home. So, you know, you're pacing yourself and doing, I mean, what we're definitely saying. like, we're definitely like, it's like a circus, yeah. you know, it's like, I, we're always on the go. Uh-huh. And so it's hard to kind of create stability for your child when there isn't like a normal nine to five ever. Right. Right. Um, and and when you're on a TV show, it's not nine to five. When you're on a TV show, it's six to six, seven mm. to seven. It's eight to eight. It's ten to ten. It's three p.m. to three a.m. Twelve hour days. Wow. So it's on on every show. So um, so that's you know that's um unless you're on a, a sitcom, which is what I would really love because yeah. I do think that if you're on a sitcom, the, the the hours and the schedule is a little different, a little easier, and you can raise a family right. and be on a sitcom and be around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do want to talk more about your TV work, but we got to, we got to talk about not another yeah. teen movie. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. 
Yeah. Uh, so you went from Power Rangers, a uh, uh, you know where it was a kid friendly kind of everything. Uh, uh, every everybody in the family could enjoy it, not another teen movie, which is by far the best spoof movie ever created. <laughs> okay, and uh, <laughs> your character was phenomenal. Uh, I I did a little bit of research and I saw that there was a little bit of conflict of you wanting to do that character. You, you want to talk more about that? Well, I just got the audition and I read the script and I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. I, but I don't want to play the naked girl. Right. Can I do one of the other roles? Right. You know, but like you just, they, people, they see you for what they want to see you. And yes. you know what I mean? They, um, they, uh, they, they didn't know that's how they saw me. They uh. wanted me to read for that role. So that's what I got to audition for. Um, so I auditioned and I was really funny mm-hmm. and I, they offered it to me and I turned it down. Really? I just didn't think I could do the nudity. Yeah. And then they hired someone else uh-huh. and I, I don't know what this it was. Some, I don't remember that there's a story. Okay. They hired someone else and it didn't work out with her for some okay. reason. And, um, and, but they knew pretty early on it wasn't going to work out with her. And so um, they um, offered, they, it came back to me. Yeah. And yeah. so it took a long time to think, to think about it. And and it was a big deal. It was one of those things that it never occurred to me mm-hmm. that anyone was going to ask me to take off my clothes like yeah. in, in a movie. Like I just wanted to be an actor again. I started in theater. You know, I just, I've always been performing my whole life. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't occur to me that anyone would, that, that it would come up. I hadn't thought uh, about it yet. I, I don't, I don't so, think about that. I, I couldn't imagine. So. Right. Like yeah. I, ha- I wasn't like, well, what am I going to do? Cause someone never asked me to take off. Yeah. It never, it never occurred to me. So, um, yeah. so I just, you know, I had to give it some thought and like talk to my family and, and, um, and then obviously I made the decision to do it and, and I have no, no regrets. That's Especially wonderful. now. Yeah. Um, I, at I, the time, it was weird. And I'm after sure. the movie came out, it was a little crazy. Like, I, I didn't realize you set yourself up for judgment. Yeah. You, know, you set yourself up for the whole world to judge your body. And that's really a strange feeling. You know, and, yeah. we, we're, we're obviously just three dudes. And, uh, it, you know, we grew up watching movies and, and, and seeing stuff, uh, you know, that obviously had impact. Most most guys uh, grow up and they see their first naked girl on the screen or whatever. And um, it's uh, it's definitely a very uh, bipolar experience. But, like, I, I, it's got to be the most bipolar experience for men and women in film because women mm-hmm. are 100% just looked at as an, it's called male gaze, uh, you know, objectification, you know, mm-hmm. and for, for, mm-hmm. for you to be so comfortable and, and willing to do that, I just, I couldn't imagine that the, the stress. Well, I and, wasn't so com- I wasn't so comfortable. Right. Like I was like any other person. Yeah. I was totally scared. I had an eating disorder. I was very thin. Um, I, I was terribly insecure in my body. Like most, young women are and and probably young men too was that before um, or after the movie it was before really you know and That's... now the beautiful thing now i don't feel that way now i'm like Good. oh i look great 
That's good but, to hear. Yeah, you do uh, look great. Now, well, I don't know if I do now, whatever. <laughs> but like, I just, I don't care. Like, I, it's so, there's so many more things that, more important things to be concerned about. Like, you've, I, like to be having healthy is what matters. And, mm-hmm. and um, I definitely, um, but something changed in the business. Yeah. It used to be, you had to be that heroin chic, super, super skinny right. person. Right. And that put a lot of pressure on young actors, actresses. I and I definitely felt that. Yeah. And, um, and something has shifted now where like curves are in and it's like cool to be curvy. Thank you. The Kardashians, honestly, yeah. like, <laughs> I really think they played a huge part in making curves. Wow. I do think that those, those women have obviously had a ton of plastic surgery and I have had <laughs> no plastic surgery, oh, well. no Botox, no nothing. I'm a hundred percent natural, but like, um, and that's the other thing. Like I, you set yourself up when uh-huh. you do a movie like that, you take off your clothes. Everyone's like, her boobs are fake. No, they're not. Wow. This is my body. Everything is real. And to have to defend your body like that is very but, strange. You know, it's just, who cares? Like <laughs> if, if you do what you got to do, well, like, yeah, but I you do care when you're when you're you do care uh-huh. when they are real, right? And everybody's well, telling you they're not. You care. Yeah, I, I understand that. <laughs> you but know I, what I, I mean? That I'm, I'm asking. I'm I'm talking to the people who are bothering you about your body image. You know, like it, oh, I know. It's, it's I know. so annoying. Like I can imagine constantly. Yeah. I mean, but here we are in a podcast asking you about your 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 nude film. You know, so I'm, well, no, but but I, but we're talking about it in a different way. I'm I'm yeah. saying like you know, um, yeah, I was totally scared and nervous and insecure. And like, I thought I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. you obviously want, I was look like I'm supposed to play a sexy character. Right. Who, like who thinks of themselves as sexy? That's true. You know That's, what I mean? Like when you, you know, think about that, right? That's a very good so it's, it's also, it's, it's, it's a weird mind trick. We're all insecure. We're yeah. all human. We all, feel nervous about our bodies right and um male female it doesn't matter right right so it's a it's a weird thing to to play because <laughs> it is an interesting it's just interesting playing those yes. ty- ty- types of roles and playing them so young yeah um and i, I watched that documentary you were in skin um i can't remember the full title oh of yeah it. oh yeah 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 it's a very it fascinating yet. documentary it's very platonic how it looks at nudity in film and the, the part that you talked about i thought was really really well done you know because oh, you know I it's, watch it. I don't remember what i said <laughs> well it was a very landmark uh kind of uh history historical standpoint on nudity in film because you, you were spoofing you were being naked to make fun of being naked in film mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. the point of your character Absolutely. And, uh, that, yeah, it's so kind of, uh, meta about it that, yeah. you know, I thought it was very yeah. appropriate. So it, it was a, one of those situations where like, it definitely calls for, for the nudity to be, to be there. It makes them way more funny, you know? So the captions oh, space perfectly on the screen, you know, <laughs> the different yeah. accents. Oh, it was hysterical. Yes. I was yeah. supposed to be in the movie more, but because there was a child in the movie, the one, the kid that played the little brother was like 14 or something. They couldn't buy union rules oh. i couldn't even be on set you would have made his day that's for sure <laughs> that poor kid. so I got, actually, I got i got sort of like cut out of a big dance number they uh, were it, like there was a lot more for me to do yeah so that was a big bummer that that didn't happen yeah but, um, no that's still a great movie yeah. uh what was yeah, what, i just gotta ask what was it like working with chris evans did you did you ever have a, a scene i can't remember so i didn't really 
I didn't really have any scenes. I didn't have any scenes with Chris. Okay. Uh, we met like during the press junket and okay. stuff, but so because my, of the, the nature of my character, because I was new, my character was nude and I was naked. You weren't naked in the press junket. Well. I, I was just like standing around naked and then I would have a robe on. Yeah. And so you don't just hang out with <laughs> just, everybody else with a robe. That's chilling in a sandwich. <laughs> they, they, they put you like in a little like holding tent, you know, yeah. they put you, they, they put you away uh-huh. because, um, they yeah. give you, you know, so I didn't really get to hang out with as many people because I was That's like in a trailer all alone, oh. sitting in a rope, waiting to go out and shoot my scene. You know? Yeah. That's part of the best part of the yeah. movie experience is the hanging out, you know. The sh- sh- I know, oh. but it's a you have to have a closed set when you have somebody nude. You just can't have yeah. like a person just like naked walking around in a robe and it works like that, <laughs> like that you know. Well. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. for for what it's worth, it was wonderful. Uh, I, I I thought you did a great job. It was definitely an Thank uptick you. from uh, uh, Power Rangers, in my opinion. Calm down, mention Tom, but uh, you know, I, I thought it was well, very listen, wonderful. Like, there's not again. It's not wasn't like a conscious choice. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go from Power Rangers, and then now I'm going to go be naked in a movie. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a conscious right. choice, right? right? It it's um it's what it's the role that I booked. Yeah, absolutely. I also like booked a a um, recarole on a soap opera mm-hmm. that like I decided to not take. Mm-hmm. But like, if I would have taken that job, mm-hmm. what other jobs would I have not done because I took that job? Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, it, it's just, that's one yeah. thing that I, I remember most from that documentary is women constantly being concerned, and I don't think it's as bad as today as it was, you know, fifteen years ago. But doing a nudity scene in a film, uh, being typecasted or not casted again, uh, because of that, yeah. you know. So, um, but I, and I, if I didn't say this in, mm-hmm. on, in the documentary, I'm sure I did. I'll say it now. I was told that oh, you can't do too many horror movies. You're you're just going to be the horror the horror movie chick. Oh, you right. can't do too many nudes. You're just going to be. And you know what? You'll never be on a Disney show. Oh well, I did. Yeah. I did it. I pushed through. That's I'm a awesome. Mom. Also got myself back on a kid's show yeah. so there's also like they say you know there's no rules yeah well no times are changing but i think it's definitely a testament yeah. to your talent you know thanks so, guys yeah so thank you i really want to talk about cabin fever and working with eli okay, roth okay uh this was like yeah. your first uh horror movie experience and i uh mm-hmm. I, I saw this movie when it came out and I'm trying to remember. I remember the leg shaving scene, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I watched an interview with you where you talked about how cold the bath water was. <laughs> uh, is is there any other experiences in that movie that kind of stick out? Well, that movie was just incredible from uh, like beginning to end, you know, to now. It's just it was an indie movie that we were all super passionate about. Right. Everybody bonded so fast we all became such good friends we all went to like dinner every night together and like hung out in the hot tub together we just all really fell in love with each other and and so and then look what happened like yeah. the movie was a huge success and we didn't know that was going to happen you don't know it's very rare that, that happens. when things like that mm-hmm. yeah are going to like work out that way so mm-hmm. um again it was just it was just magic. Mm. Um, the leg shaving scene is an iconic scene. Mm-hmm. 
I feel so grateful that like I was the actor that got to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm eternally grateful for that movie and to Eli for casting me. Wow. I can, I can sort of track back. That movie did a lot for my career. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It, it definitely put me on the, I mean, not another teen movie and cabin fever, like sort of launched me at the same time. Yeah. And look, it's still like a hustle. I'm still auditioning. Like I have to, I'm not getting handed things. That's for sure. But like, um, right. But it, it definitely, it, and you were dubbed it, it really, scream queen. I mean, how very few yeah. actresses out there got that title. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, um, I know I can trace back some of the best things in my life, including my child to cabin fever, just yeah. being a, just being a part of the horror genre and the horror community and the success of that movie, um, is just, eternally grateful for that's that's wild Truly. especially uh it was prolific as eli roth is now and you were there in the beginning so that's that's just wonderful yeah yeah and like you know um yeah he was nobody knew who he was before that right he was we were all just that's right kids making a movie that's right and it, it was that movie that made him eli roth mm-hmm Yep, and there's a formula. Yeah. I, I'm kind of a horror buff, so there's a formula of like indie filmmakers that want to start out. And it's always a cabin in the woods or something somewhere, and yeah. um, you know, yeah. this just fits that formula so perfectly. But it has its own funny spin on it that, that just works. So you know, it was a it, it, one of those things. And I hope one day, you know, maybe I could do something like that. That'd be cool. <laughs> so um, you yeah, can. You can do yeah. anything. You can do anything. Well, thank you. Yeah. You can do anything, Hayden. You gotta believe. You feel, gotta believe that. Yeah. As actors, listen. That's how we we live off of hope as actors. Like, oh, yeah. I, yes, I'm gonna go do this movie in Rome, and like, yes, I'm coming out in Le- Legends of the White Dragon, and like, I have a book out now. And, yes. Like, but like, yeah. we don't know what's next. I don't know what's next. I'm auditioning for this thriller. Really. This week, you know, and you know, this audition is due on Monday. Is that going to be my next job? Is that going to be the next movie that I'm talking about? I don't know. Yeah, we, maybe exciting. I'm going to just go ahead and say, yeah, it is. Yeah. We have to like live off of this hope and believe that like we can book all of these jobs and do all of the things or right. else. What are you doing? So right. yeah, I believe that you can do it. We can do anything we want. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I do feel like I can do anything I want yeah. now. So. Don't no. feed his ego. Yeah, please don't feed his ego. We deal with it enough here. Uh, let's move on into the future a little bit. You uh, did some work for Disney. And uh, what was that experience like? The name of the show, Stuck in the Middle, correct? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I played the mom of seven kids. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Oh yeah, it was one of my favorite roles I've ever done. Was was one of my favorite? Was Disney? Did they have like kind of more stricter regulations? Uh, you know, kind of production set uh, regulations or anything crazy, or was it pretty chilled and laid back? Well, because it's a kids show, yeah. Like there's definitely like there's just it's a children's show. There's kids on set, so. Mm. You know, there's just different things that like don't go on on a kid's set that go on on other sets, just right. as far as like language. Yeah, nobody's dropping f bombs and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, you you know, can't take your five <laughs> minute pot smoke break or something like that in the middle of set or something. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Lame. So uh, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but so anyway, yeah, it, it that that was a really really fun role for me. That was a transformative. Mm. 
role point in my career where like I wasn't, you know, I couldn't really get the auditions anymore to play like the young, mm-hmm. like ingenue, the young, you know, damsel in distress running through the woods. I'm, I, I need, you know, I, I was sort of like aging into this other space where you have to age into as an actor, like mm-hmm. being able to play the, the mother role. Right. 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 Yeah. And I couldn't even get an, I could not even get an audition to play a mom. Really? To play a mom of one child. Nope. Nobody saw me as that. Huh. Like, no, you're not maternal enough. So I, I, <laughs> I got this audition. You're not mom so, enough. So you became a mom in real yeah. life and showed this. <laughs> I got, I got, I got this audition and I was like, oh, this is my job. Yeah. I saw, I was like, mom of seven kids. This role is in me. Uh-huh. This is not what the business sees me as, but yeah. this is totally who I am. Okay. And it's it's going to be mine, and it was. That's it totally awesome. was. But I mean, I had to I had to jump through hoops. I bet. Me. I bet. Was I had to, They tried to recast me after the pilot. They tried really? a lot of things because they didn't think I was maternal enough. Really, stupid and Disney. Because, and yeah, which is such a such an insult. Did and, you did you was there like some kind of background um, politic that had to be played out or something like that? Or well, no, I just think that they wanted somebody a little bit older huh. and. Um, and they were looking for an actual Latina actress. Okay. But, um, and I'm not, you know, I'm Italian. Mm -hmm. So they definitely took their time trying to make sure that they wanted me for the role. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was a really weird time to be, you know, like you basically, like they picked up the show Uh and they picked up half of the cast. Right. But then other people were auditioning to play my role. Wow. that I had already shot the pilot for. That's... And like, I knew in my heart, I was like, there's no one else that can play this part. Like, this is mine. I know it. Well, and you... ultimately yeah. I was right. But you know, um, but so, yeah, I definitely not... jumped through hoops for Disney, but it was one of my favorite jobs ever. Yeah. What's it like working really, with truly. so many child actors? It sounds like a nightmare to be honest they're, with you. <laughs> so. No, they're no, they're incredible. Really? They're they honestly Good. The kids are amazing. The kids are amazing. Mm. Um, they're so talented. I mean, yeah, it's like it's just different. Look, yeah. there's a lot of asshole actors out there, right? Yes. So, I like, I have worked with some really, really awful people. Oh. So, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of it's refreshing to go to set and just have a bunch of young, beautiful faces that are just excited about life. Yeah. And yeah. like. You know, want to play. Sky's at that it's, point. So, were you like yeah, name dropping it, yourself? It, it, like, oh, I'm a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cute though. Like when it, the boys thought that that was cool. Yeah, but that was that was cool. Um, but uh, no, they're all like super famous now. You know, they're 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 killing it. Yeah, they're 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 killing it. That's awesome. So are so, you. It's a great job. No, so, well, thanks, guys. Um, thanks. Well, we got to wrap up here in about five minutes or so, but is there anything from your experience in your career that, that you have? Uh, how about this? How would you offer any advice for any starting out act, actors? Uh, you know what to expect. Make sure you do this. Don't take advantage of that. You know, what's something that you would say? What's your jewel of wisdom for us? Yeah. To, well, to do it, look, there's so much rejection. There's mm-hmm. so many no's. So many no's. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. have to do it for the right reasons. You have to do it for the art of it all. Right. If you're just like wanting to be famous, 
that doesn't work. Like it's not going to work. Right. If you really want to be an actor, you need to get into acting class and shoot scenes with your friends and make short films on your iPhone and, and, um, and study and, 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 and do it for the art of it. I think that like, I didn't set out to be famous. Uh-huh. I set out to be an actor for my job mm-hmm. and, um, and it is a job. It's, it's a lot of work. So that would be number one. And then number two is like, you have to have a, a full life that you love because, right. because there's so much rejection and there's so many no's. You have to love your life. Yeah. You can't just like hope, you know, you can't just um, base your happiness off of whether you're working or you're not, or not, because off the time you're not working, you're right. working to get work. So right. it's really important that you love your life and, and um, your, you know, your family, your friends, your friends, have, have other hobbies and things like that. Cause yeah. it's that, that, you know, when you're really doing this for a living, yeah. It's that that gets you through the moments where you pour your heart and soul into a character, into an audition, and you just like know that it's going to be yours, and then it's not. I think that's and that is tough. Yeah. Uh, we, we've talked to move a, on. We, we've talked to a couple actors, and um, you know they they uh, they they all pretty much say the same thing. Uh, I think a lot of them are grateful just to be working, and I think some of them are even grateful they're not doing anything crazy like giant. Uh, Three hundred million dollar budget movies with you know insane schedules and just giving up their life for a year because they enjoy having a family to come home to and uh, so. Well, I look. I would totally welcome that because mm-hmm. that also, like in some ways, you know, again, because if you don't know where your next job is coming from, like if you eat what you kill in this business, and right. so those big money jobs can get you through a few years. Oh yeah where you're not where you don't have big money jobs you know what I'm saying so it's okay it's, I don't know it's, take what you can get it's all about yeah. balance I hear yeah you. yeah it's all about balance okay yeah. Can I, yeah go ahead can I plug my book oh yeah by Absolutely. all means all all the things plug okay. them all okay so you guys I wrote a book called uh-huh. everybody has a belly button well I wrote a book series Okay. Thirties, but we don't have to, we don't have to talk about that. Uh-huh. But I recently had a book come out. You can find it everywhere: Barnes and Noble, Amazon, uh-huh. um, Target, Walmart. Um, it's called Everybody Has a Belly Button. Okay. I wrote it the day that George Floyd was murdered. Okay. Um, it teaches babies about skin color, the uh-huh. way you teach your baby how to find their belly button, their nose, their eyes, and their toes, all written in rhyme. Uh huh. There's a beautiful, beautiful artist, Zoe Hunter, who brought the book to life. Um, I wanted it to be, I wanted a woman of color to to do the art. Uh She's just extraordinary. And it's really special. I wrote it for my child Uh just to start the conversation about race and skin color and equality. And, um, but it's obviously it's for, um, and now it's published. And so it's for every baby. No way. That's awesome. That's awesome. Every baby and every toddler out there, yeah. Is this a, a growing passion for you? Uh, it, we, you would call this a, children, a children's book, correct? It's a, yeah, it's a children's book. And, and is this a growing it's, passion it's for you? You want to you want to do this more? Well, she's written three books. I just three like, books. Yeah. and she used to be a columnist for HuffPost. This, this, yeah, this is my fourth. Wow. So um, I uh, I'm I, I just look. I'm just trying to do good. Yeah. And it was in my heart. And it was in my head, and I wrote it, and now it's in the world. 
That's and awesome. I don't know what's not. Yeah. You know, I have like three others that are written. We'll see if they get published too. Hopefully they will. Um, so yeah, I, I want to write more. I have a kid's show that I'm actually pitching about the environment that I created with my sister. Oh, wow. And um, so yeah, I'm I'm just all over hustling. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, hey, hustling. <laughs> I think you're a morally opportunist person. And there's definitely needs to be more people like you in the world. So... Uh, thank you so much for what you do and it was such a pleasure and I really hope we get to do it again one day yeah please yeah reach out when does this air Uh, it'll come out on Thursday next week so all right I will be flying to Italy but like send me maybe send me the thing so I can post the thing you know yeah absolutely please do thanks so much all right all right all right appreciate it the world is very lucky to have you and so am I May the power protect you always.